0: Hey guys, it's Jackie and Nicole. We're back with another week of storytelling, goofing off, and random
1: shenanigans. But we're, we're not, not even, even that, funny. that
0: funny. Okay, hello everybody. Good morning. Rise and shine. So- <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyways, we have two special guests today with us today. Jackie would you like to intro our specialists today?
2: <laughs> today <laughs> I can already imagine.
1: Today on the podcast we have my sister Jessica.
3: Hi.
1: And her husband, Carrie. Hello. And their baby Isaiah.
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> So if you guys hear any little stuff in the background, we'll it's say, Isaiah. It's, we'll say it's
1: Isaiah. <laughs> yeah, anything that happens in the background, it's Isaiah. So, this week on the podcast, get prepped, you guys. <laughs> this week on the podcast, we are asking Jess and Carrie their own advice, and we are asking them all about their love story and how they came to be Mr. and Mrs. Carrie Marasca. <laughs> um, so. So as always, we're gonna start with our drinks. So what our guests like to share. Well, you have to tell them what they're drinking first. Oh yeah. So Carrie is drinking a uh, Chino, which is a hot chocolate with oh, coffee.
2: That's what that is, dude. He wrote it like an L, so it looks like Chocoino. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: does look okay. Okay, Carrie, swirl <clears throat> your drink so everybody can hear it.
2: <gasps> you can't even hear it. Spilt. I'm it Okay,
1: try it and let us know what you think.
2: If it was hotter, I would suggest this around like a around like a around like a Valentine's Day. Like, you know, late Christmas, late Christmas season type of drink. Like Valentine's you know it's still cold come. outside, it's cold enough to have a chocolate like drink, but mm. not something that I would drink on a summer's night.
1: Okay. Miss Jessica. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Jessica. Yeah. What am I drinking? Oh, you're drinking an ice dirty chai. Oh.
3: Okay. A what? An ice dirty chai? chai. Oh, wow. It's pretty dirty. Mm. Whoa. Jess. <laughs> 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 what? It's like very cinnamony. Like, oh, it's very sense, like, though. rich and like. That's because all the cinnamon's at oh, the bottom. Oh, it's at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why it's a dirty <laughs> chai because it's like very concentrated on other flavors. Sense. We'll act Scents. like that. We'll or... act like
2: that made sense. <laughs>
3: Okay,
0: what did I get? You got, uh, iced har Harbor, harbor latte. latte. Harbor. What is what is <laughs> that? Comes it's start? like a
1: vanilla, uh, vanilla. It's like a caramel latte. Okay.
0: Yeah. Let me try
1: Carrie's too. What do you think, Nicole? That's pretty good. And I'm drinking a frozen peppermint mocha <laughs> <laughs> with my straw. On my hair okay.
3: Oh, wow. What that did you get? really peppermint-y. peppermint Peppermint vodka. You always get that when you go. <laughs> no, you I don't. don't. Yes, you do.
0: Okay, so now we're going to move on to funnies and not-so-funnies. And per-per-per-per pur- 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 <laughs> tradition, <laughs> <laughs> we're well, going to start play. with the guests.
3: So which of you guys would like to start? Ladies first. Ladies okay. okay. first. My, I'm going to start with my not-so-funny first. Okay. Or okay. no. Yeah, my not-so-funny, um, yesterday I came out of my room, and um, it was really dark, and I stepped in my dog's poop, and it was very disgusting, and my husband uh, thought it was very funny, and was like, oh my gosh, Jess, why would you just step in poop? So my funny is that today, he stepped in poop. <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> That's okay, pretty good, pretty
1: good. Revenge of the Jess. Yeah.
2: I guess.
1: Carol?
3: All right.
2: So my not so I'm going to go not so funny then funny. Okay. It's like, always in my So my not so funny was finding out that my best friend's son to be was stillborn. Mm. Um, and then my funny is when I made like my I made my first reel on Instagram and it was of Isaiah. And <laughs> and like it, well it started out I was going to make it of Jess and it was, it was the, the audio behind it was, have you ever looked at your person and just been like, wow, I'm so lucky. Like the most amazing person in the universe and all this other stuff. And I was going to make it embarrassing photos of Jess and I was going to post it. But then I found a picture of Isaiah, like a little video snippet. It was like him in the Pikachu costume. And I was like, this is now turned into an Isaiah adorable post type thing. So.
1: My not so funny is that because it's Memorial Day, Carrie took us on a hike on base <laughs> and Um, it's a really, really steep height. We'll insert a clip of the, the hike. (laughs) (laughs) Insert the clip. (laughs) Insert a clip, um, of what it looks like. You can find it on our Instagram. So we went on this hike and it was really, really steep. And so on the way down, you have to slide down. (laughs) (laughs) And you like slide by putting one foot in the front and then you sit on your other foot. And we were sliding down the the, like, hill or whatever, like, the big mountain, and, um, <laughs> my pants ripped, <laughs> because we think they got caught on a rock, or probably, and they ripped, like, right in the butt area.
0: <laughs> she was very <laughs> immodest, could not believe it. I know,
1: could never believe. <laughs> um, so it was really awkward, and then I got, like, a big scrape on my rear rear end on my tushy (laughs) (laughs) and it was really annoying because also they're my pilgrimage pants that I told you guys about last week that I wore like every day um so I'm kind of sad but maybe I'll find them again like the same pair and then my funny is that you ripped your heart out huh? (laughs) yeah yesterday Nicole and I went to San Diego and we were getting coffee from this little coffee shop in little Italy and um we were standing in line for maybe like five minutes maybe five minutes like the, the line didn't move at all when yeah were like there was people in front of us that we could see and then there was like a couple like right in front of us and then like we could see the line still so we were like oh we thought they were in line and then like the line moved inside the actual cafe and then the couple was still was still standing there. So, we asked them if they, like, were in line. I was like, oh, are you guys in line? And they were like, no. And then the husband, I'm assuming, he was like, were you guys out here the whole time? <laughs> and he was, like, like Very laughing. Expressive. Yeah, he was like, you guys were out here the whole time? Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. And it was just, like, so weird. And, like, I wish, like, I could have see his face, like, one more time.
0: <laughs> like, it was so funny because, like, he was just, like, I don't know. So like concerned, but like still making fun of us at the yeah. same time. Yeah. <laughs> so I do the same. Okay. <laughs> so that was my funny. Okay, and then my I'll do because like I was gonna do this the hike as well because I you know didn't make it all the way up. That's not that fun. But uh, I was like, no, we'll let Jackie have that. So my not so funny is this Thursday. Normally we have adoration, and it was canceled. And to piggyback on that, I think it's not fun that there's only one perpetual adoration where I live and we only we like they cancelled it. It's pretty much two hours in the whole week you could adoration. So wow. yeah. And then like one of those answers one of those ones were canceled. So But my funny was that my boyfriend Jacob, you guys all know, just turned twenty one. Jacob So he was so excited because he's like, I get to do- <laughs> <laughs> It's Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> word. Um, and he didn't like a single thing. He was like, "Ew, it tastes like cough syrup." Blah blah. blah. <laughs> oh my! And then, uh, to us, hopefully, Jacob's okay with this. It's fine. He went to my house and my dad's like oh you can like have some alcohol here like you're fine and he's like oh i'm fine and then we're sitting there and i was like okay yeah for sure you're fine Stand and on. he's sitting there and he's starting to slur his words like, <laughs> and then i was like bro like can you talk straight or no and he's like yeah i'm like i don't know what you guys are talking about and we're like okay whatever and then he like is giggling for nothing and then he was just- <laughs> that's what jacob sounded like <laughs> oh that vibe <laughs> But and then ooh, he didn't so like that you could. And he was just like giggling at nothing. And then when he stood up, he literally like slid on my tile. And I was like, <laughs> bro. I was like, you're not driving home. But that was my funny Alright, everyone. <laughs>
2: very cursive
0: <laughs> also guys i'm very disappointed in everyone that answered in the poll last week you guys all said jackie should continue to sing during the podcast <laughs> <That's right. laughs> i personally to know dude
2: so, who voted yes
0: everyone everyone,
2: so- everyone but
1: nicole and, and my mom, mom. <laughs> so Dang. with that being said
0: rah, 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 rah. <laughs> this is what you guys asked for this this is I won't cut it out so you guys can understand what I feel and then I'll cut it out next week.
1: <laughs> ga, ga, ooh, la, la, your bad romance. You know those
2: TikToks where it's like a duet? <coughs> the TikToks are the duet and it's like that, but it's the dude who always says, like, Yeah, you're doing great, you're doing great. And he's like, in reality it's really bad. <laughs> oh my
3: goodness.
1: Okay. I'm oh, like, and for Nick and Sussy, ew. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, we are going to jump right in to the questions. Yeehaw! Okay. <laughs> oh, it's coming. Oh, before we start our, our real questions, can oh, you guys tell us more about yourselves? Because obviously, you're Jess and Carrie, but...
3: Yeah, I'm Jess. Jessica. I go by Jess sometimes. And
1: Princess Jess.
3: No. No. Jess. No. Jessie Bear? No. be Bear. And then, um, let's see, I'm 25. Yeah, I'm 25. And um, I am a uh, stay-at-home mom, a photographer, and I have my own business doing treats for events. And... Uh, what else?
2: That's it. All about me. Care? Um, you know, we'll go with I'm a recruiter. I'm going to just throw that one out there. I'm a recruiter. Yeah. That's
3: it? For,
2: so for the, Marines. Yeah. the
3: Marines. Yeah. For so, the
2: Marines. Yeah. That way.
0: So people, if anyone wants to be a Marine. Yeah, a Marine. Actually. You know who to contact.
2: Or learn about it. That'd be dope. <laughs> like, if
0: coming? we actually
2: want to, like, learn about it instead of just saying you're good. And then drop out of college.
1: Hey, Tuesday. the microphones over. It's okay. <laughs>
2: Anyways, depressed moment.
1: So, where are you originally from? What do you do for a living? I'm
2: a recruiter. I'm in the Marines. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where is it? I at?
1: thought you were a recruiter for like Target or something.
2: No, Stop. I recruit for Old Navy. <laughs> <laughs> I want a pricing gun? Um. No, I'm from Texas, and then but I was born in Orlando, so that's where you'll hear <laughs> Jess. Like, you know, you're from Texas
0: thank you guys for joining us today <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all we wanted <laughs> no um, okay right. so we have questions about your guys's love story and like that whole avenue so the first one is how and where did you guys all you guys meet
3: um we met at our lady of fatima catholic church um, We uh, were both um, small group leaders for confirmation, and um, our confirmation coordinator introduced us. So,
2: yeah.
3: Okay. Is there any add on, Carrie?
2: Well, so mine was different because I initially had met, I don't think I had met you
0: the
3: mm-hmm. year
2: before. No, I didn't meet you the year before. I met everybody else. Mm-hmm. So, I met the rest of the team. And then I kept in touch with Kate, but then I got back from deployment. You know, it's kind of one of those things where I was like, I don't know if I'll go back to that church. And I was like, eh. And then just one random day, I was like, yeah, sure, I'll go back. And I ran into either... I think I ran into Rose first. Rosa? Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, I don't know, dude. (laughs) People's names, like, they're sometimes hard. Names are difficult. So I ran into Rosa first, and then I was like, oh, hey, I came, like, earlier last year or whatever. And then she introduced me to Kate. And then, yeah, it went off by chance. Like, just strictly by chance it happened, so... Yeah. She was like, come to our meeting tonight. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, I'll just wait here for four hours. Because I wasn't about to drive back to base to drive back out to the church again. So I, I literally sat at the church for like four hours. Yeah. Waiting for the meeting.
3: Yeah. Well, I, before <laughs> that meeting, um, Jackie was at a group, like a... I was like a Sunday reflection thing and Carrie was there and I, I went to that. go pick her up and then um I was like, "Oh, who's that?" And she's like, "Don't even think about it." She's in- wearing <laughs> the
2: ugliest sandals, too. <laughs>
3: Oh, your flip-flops
2: yeah i was wearing flip-flops <laughs> jeans and like a button-up yeah. shirt no, no the button-up shirt looked good the jeans look good the flip-flops are <laughs> gone and my hair the tan line like it just looked bad that was a hot mess
3: yeah well, truly hot yeah but a mess i was like oh who's that and she was like no don't even think about it he's a marine i was like okay and then like straight enough like the next week like i met him i was like oh that's him okay we hated carrie yeah we didn't I like have carrie. a lock
0: in Oh, yeah. Why did you well, yeah, y'all took time.
2: pictures of me sleeping, weirdos. We, like,
0: Why up. did you guys hate Carrie? Because he was annoying. Well, he, well, still, he still is, is, is. but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Just haters being haters. That's what yeah. it was.
0: Okay, so then how did that transition from just, like, meeting each other and, like, then like, interacting in, like, the, that setting to, like, becoming friends and then end up eventually dating.
2: It wasn't even really a friend stage. I'm going to throw that one out there. There wasn't even really a friend stage. So, I intentionally... S- avoided contact with her for like the longest time like legit the longest time um minimal talk when in the groups minimal text minimal like communication at all and then i don't know what sparked it but we started talking for whatever reason i don't know what it was
3: you were having a bad day At work, and then you... It was, like, Snapchat. and Yeah, yeah, he messaged me saying he had a bad day or something. And I had had, like, a long and stressful day at work. And so we kind of just, like, vented to each other. and Yeah. I was
2: like, oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I do remember that day. That was a very bad
0: day. So then who was interested first?
2: Well, I don't think... I don't really know. Because it was... Well, that goes into our first date, basically. That's where that really... Jumps
3: into okay. Sadly. So like but how did you guys? Were end? you interested then? No. 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 Okay. So why did you? Why did you hit her up? Well, supposedly for <laughs> him, it's not, it wasn't a date, but I thought it was a date.
2: It oh wasn't a date to me. Like, Which one? Like, when you guys
3: vented to each for, other? No. When we went to our
2: first, when we went to our quote-unquote first date.
0: That was your first date. That wasn't
2: our first date. To me, that wasn't. Did you a ask date.
0: her on I I didn't ask her. No. Oh, okay. I didn't ask her. I told okay. her. Oh. It was different. <laughs> it was very. Different. Whoa. So.
2: Yeah, this sounds so <laughs> this sounds so objectifying. It sounds so bad. <laughs> wow. Like, you woman, date. Nah. <laughs> like, no. Hashtag uh, cancel
3: Carrie. <laughs> well, no. He's like, what are you doing on Friday? And I was like, I literally just have to work. And he's like, okay, what time do you get off work? And I'm like, six. And he's like, cool, we're going to the movies at seven. And I was like, okay, I guess. Like, yeah. And you didn't, you were not asking her on a date. You
1: just
2: wanted to go to the movies with her. Dude, I legit wanted to go to the movies, but I never had anyone to go to the movies with. I don't go to the movies with my, the guys I work with. Like, I don't do anything with the guys I work with, really, except for Santino Costa, but, like, those are different. Why did not you tell them? Because they were probably doing other things.
1: Why did but... you ask my sister?
2: I don't, I don't entirely know why. I think it was just because, like, she wasn't a military personnel. It was a lot easier to talk to her, so I was just like, yo, movie, let's go. Like, I need, like, time off of the military base, like, out of the military life for a second.
0: And how did you feel about... Because your... I, no, I
2: have no civilian friends over here. I have literally no civilian friends that are under the age of 50 out here. So, yeah. Yeah.
3: How
0: did you feel about your unofficial um, first date?
2: That was terrible.
3: It was terrible. It was horrible. <laughs> Wait, tell us about it. Are you kidding me? Gosh. Well, where do I begin? Um, well, to him, it wasn't a date, but I kind of thought it was a date. Um, and... He never asked if he can like pick me up. So I was kind of just like he didn't. He didn't. He says he he did. But I don't know Dude, how because if I he literally thought we would go back to every conversation. He literally we ever was had. late to our gathering. Not a date. Um so I don't know how he would even like want to pick me up. But anyway. Um so that kind of was like yeah it kind of sucked and then so then I got there and then he got there really late and the movie don't (laughs) the movie was already sold out so then I was like okay well I'm gonna buy tickets for the next one because we're not gonna make it to the one that's that we supposedly were gonna go to and then he got there and then um then we watched the movie the movie sucked we watched it Now I don't like clowns. (laughs) That was the reason why I picked it, though. (laughs) It was very disturbing. And um, after that, he didn't walk me to my car. He just, like, let me go on the escalator. And he was like, all right, cool. Like, see ya. And I was like, really? Like, you're not going to, like, walk me to my car or be like, hey, let me know when you're home or nothing. And, like, I had to wake up, like, four hours later to go drive to Big Bear for a retreat so i was to like talk. to give a woman's talk so <laughs> <laughs> so you can imagine how that went
2: <laughs> cool now my side oh yeah dope so i already told her precursor to the date to the date right i already said <laughs> my job is unpredictable we're shooting for this time i might run late already said that off the jump Dude,
1: so it was already
2: known i was probably gonna be running late Sure enough, that day they decided to hold us to like six for whatever reason. Note, at that time, you didn't want me knowing you knowing where you lived because you didn't... I don't know, you just didn't want that type of connection. So I was like, cool, whatever. So I, of course, was not going to ask that because I already knew pre-date that you didn't want me knowing where you lived. So I wasn't even going to bother going into that realm. Mm-hmm. So like, cool, she's going to take herself there. <laughs> whatever. That's cool. I don't care. Like women empowerment do you think? right so yeah Ooh. so <laughs> uh but i was just like she's gonna do her own thing so then i get there and i was again like i said i was already running late so i was like cool i already had so i just threw on sweats and a hoodie and i was like sweats no, and a hoodie i need to hurry not. up and get there well what what would you rather would you rather a guy be insanely late look moderately decent or would you have him be there and eh, late and look and eh,
3: I mean you're already
1: insanely late Insanely so. late You're already late anyway And then you can look nice
2: Yeah but then you have the chance Of missing the movie That you were both going to see You did miss it You know it what I mean Because
3: you were late
2: No Because I had said 7 Anyways
3: The movie was literally at 7 And you it was. showed up like at 7.30 Nine
2: times out of ten When you go to a theater You can always buy the tickets The moment you walk up there Because they don't When they say the movie starts at 7 They're talking, yeah. pre, they're talking like the
3: But it was sold out already That was the problem
2: Yeah see that doesn't normally happen That doesn't normally happen.
3: Well it was a premiere.
2: Yeah, that and what's what's the things before the freaking movie starts? The trailers and the previews, right? So it doesn't start at seven, it starts at like seven twenty, seven thirty. So I was like, cool, I'm gonna just get there, buy the tickets, and let's go. At seven. And so I showed up like six fifty ish. Like six fifty. And I was like, Cool. I saw her, I was like, hey, did my quick greeting and I was like, Cool, I need to go buy the tickets. Note at this point in time I had the last thirty dollars in my pocket. To my name, like the last thirty dollars I had, right, and it was either, like, what was it? It was either fill up on gas, and that would be my gas for the week, or go on this date, and then I will just won't drive for on the this rest what? of the week. Date, right? <laughs> Whatever. We're gonna that. That's oh. what everyone's titled it. So I'm gonna oh. just run. with it. I, I, just,
3: I said gathering.
2: Cool. Note this gathering, right? So go <laughs> yeah. on this gathering, or I'm gonna, you know, have gas for the rest of the week. So it was one or the other. Like I was either gonna drive for the rest of the week or not gonna drive. So cool. And then come to find out she already bought them because it, the show had sold out. Awesome. Cool. Whatever. She was already in an upset mood. And then when we watched the movie, I couldn't watch the movie because I could already <laughs> sense, like, every guy has that sixth sense that, like, a woman is mad right next to them. It doesn't matter who you are or where you're at. They, you have changed. Yes, exactly. You have that feeling that the woman is <laughs> upset next to you. So I already knew this. And I was like, whatever. Exit it out of your head. Don't let it mess up the movie. I'm going to watch this movie because I knew I wanted to see this movie for, like, a minute. So I was like, cool. And then she gets up to go to the bathroom mid-movie. Every man knows that's a bad sign. Doesn't matter who you are or where you're at, that's a bad sign. So I was like, she's really mad. That sucks. So I keep watching the movie. On the way out, I was like, how much did the tickets cost? I asked her three times. She didn't hear me because she was so mad. So I asked her three <laughs> times. One, as we were exiting the theater, like the theater itself, I asked her how much did the tickets cost? she didn't answer cool I was like maybe she didn't hear me so I was like on the way in the hallway how much did the tickets cost maybe it was too loud in the hallway and she didn't hear me again and then as we got to the door I said how much did the tickets cost <clears throat> and then either one of two things happened but my memory's foggy at this point point. and it was either she said don't worry about it or didn't answer me one of the other happened but I was like cool third times like you don't mess up three times and then not get your money back like you know, by the third time of me asking, you either want your money back or you don't. Like, it is what it is. Obviously, the date was good enough to where she didn't want the money back. Dope. I mean, (laughs) refunds are optional at (laughs) that point. So I was just like, cool, whatever. And so I was upset with the fact that she was mad at me for like, even though I already like said all this stuff ahead of time. Like, I was going to be late probably. I was trying to get there on time. Like, whatever. is what it is. And I already asked if I could give money for the tickets. So we get to the escalator, uh her car my car was literally like I can see my car, it's 20 steps away. Hers is down the escalator and like a walk, like 25 50 yards away from the escalator. Cool. And I was like, "You know what? She's mad. I'm mad, and I'm not going to deal with it." So I was like <laughs> hit her on the shoulder like, "Hey. See you later." And then I left. And I was I was mad. Yeah, I was upset. So and story is I got $30 to my tank for the rest of the week, so then I can go and try to make it up, I guess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so then did you guys go on another date, or how are you guys sitting here now? <laughs> yes, so no. we went on
2: another one because I said I needed to make it up, so I took her to go get sushi.
0: So in your head, was that your first date?
2: No, that yeah. in my head, me making it up is like, yo, I need to make it up to you because as a man, I'm not going to allow a huge mishap like that happen and me not try to make it up. So I'm going to make up for that. So now we're even. Cool. We were even. I took her to go get sushi at Zenko's. Z- yeah, Zenko's. So I took her to go get sushi, paid for the whole meal, everything. I was like, cool, we're even. The next date after that, we went to go get sushi again.
3: No, we don't.
2: I think, where do no. we go?
3: Well, that day after sushi, we went to walk on the harbor and we stayed out until like 3 in the morning. Cool. Just so anything about after life. the
2: sushi is then classified as the first date to eat. <laughs> <laughs> like, because it's like. Horrible gathering. Gathering to make up the horrible gathering. Anything after that ensued after that is first date. That that's the first date. Yeah, so actually pretty cool.
3: So I guess our first date was at the harbour. So then how did you ask her on your first date then?
2: It was more so we were stuck with each other. Yeah,
3: like, okay, what do you want to do? Oh, we could just walk walk on the beach at the harbor.
2: Honestly, I was trying to get back to base. But it ended up yeah, I was honestly trying to get back to base. I was like, dude, like I broke even, like, can we just, like, be done with this by now? And then she was like, well, let's go walk on the harbor. And I was like, fine, whatever. Took her to the harbor and actually ended up being cool. So I was like, that's dope.
0: When you guys met each other, did you guys feel like you were ready at that time in your life to be dating?
3: Um, when we met each other?
2: Or when we started
3: dating? <clears throat> When you dating, both yes. when you met each other and then once you guys started. So the five the fish- minutes
2: after the sushi.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um well when I first met him, um I had actually just gone out of a relationship, so I didn't want to be in a relationship. Um so no I wasn't ready. Or yeah, no I didn't I so wasn't ready. Thought. I thought I wasn't ready, yeah. And then um maybe well we that was like in June and then july august september like our first gathering and then our our second (laughs) gathering that was like three months after um so um i don't know i mean i knew he was like a really great guy it was like a good like future and catholic and so i knew you just don't feel like this anymore (laughs) (laughs) so um i kind of just you know left it to god if it was meant to be it was meant to be and if not then don't know
2: i was already on the dating scene at that point so i was like whatever but i wasn't like actively on looking looking you know like out there looking for a date like i was just like whatever, if it happens, it happens. You know, it, just, it just happened, so I was like, whatever. I was more like, go with the flow, like I really just,
3: yeah.
2: I cared, but I didn't care at the same time. Because I wasn't about to get attached to someone, and then go on a deployment, have something happen, then come back, like the whole like typical military mm-hmm. story, like go out, girl cheats on you, come back, everything's gone, or something like that, along the lines thereof, and then you have nothing, yeah. you know? So, I was, but I wasn't at the same time. I wasn't on a realistic, I'm here to stay dating Mm -hmm. scene. I was on a,
3: I'm just dating, but we're open to it. Okay.
0: And then how did the timeline from when you guys started dating to then end up getting proposed to how was that?
3: Like, what do you mean?
2: Ours was different, though. She's asking, like, from the moment, like, basically from second gathering on, <laughs> yeah, what was that time like? Like, we had gone on a
3: few like, what was it like?
2: Outings, or... like,
3: um, time like, time wise, like, how long was that between, oh. and then, okay, so he really asked know. me to be his girlfriend. Well, we and... can
2: basically google when the premiere of it came out, <laughs> and then a week from then, well,
3: that's why, yeah. So, like, the movie came out in September, and then we officially started going out in November. Mm-hmm. And then we got engaged in April.
0: Okay, yeah. and then, Carrie, how did you propose
3: to Jess?
2: Huh, that was in the church. Yeah. So, well, I had worked up into it. So, I needed Jess basically out of the picture, like, away all the time. So, I ended up taking Jackie out. Well, he's knocked out. I ended up taking Jackie out to be like, yo, like, is it cool if I marry your sister? Like, long story short, she had wanted to go to Sonic for, like, the longest time. So, I was like, cool, like, I'll take her to Sonic and ask her. And then, um... She was gone at work and wasn't supposed to be home for, like, another hour. So I talked to her with her parents. I was like, hey, is it cool if we sit down and talk? And it was really awkward. So then we had sat down and talked for a minute. And I was like, reason why, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, can I marry your daughter? And then they were like, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, long story short, they're like, yeah. And then they were curious as to what would happen if they had said no, I guess. So I was like, well, then I wouldn't marry her. And then, yeah.
0: Would you recommend and to the gentleman in the world to make sure you talk to the parents?
2: If you don't talk to the parents, then you're not really married, in my opinion. If you don't talk to the parents before you get married, you did everything. And me being from Texas, this is how it's viewed, basically, is you feel like you have the right to take a woman away from her family without the proper steps being made. Like, you f- it puts you in a position of, I guess you could say, like, power, like, above someone else. Like, you feel like you have the authority to take someone out of their home and say that they're basically, like, my significant other at the time. So, if you don't do that the right way, then the family, in my eyes, will always feel some type of way. Like, you never asked me if this was okay. You never asked my opinion. You never asked for my acceptance. So, it's kind of like forcing yourself into a family. Because when you get married, you're not, the guy isn't just taking like how the Bible says, like, you know, you're, you and him are meant to go live off on your own, create a family and all this other stuff. It's not just you are being taken away from a family, but you're also being like how she's being brought into your family. You're also being brought into hers. So there's a, there's a flip side to that coin. Like you have to be vigilant of that and you have to understand that you are entering into another family yourself, not just her. And you're not creating something on your own, you're also building something based off of what your parents and her parents have created. So, more so, you're asking for permission to build on, the, on her foundation, to continue to build your own. So if you don't do that, you don't have a legitimate marriage, in my eyes, me personally.
0: Okay,
2: and then continue on with your story,
0: your
3: proposal story. Oh, okay. So then, yeah. Uh, So that's it.
2: (laughs) And then, so then that day I had forgotten that I had told them it was at the 5 o'clock mass. I completely forgot I had all these prearranged plans because we were like lost in the day basically. Um, And then when we, we went to the beach because Jackie took pictures of us and that was kind of like an ironic day. Um, in and of itself, because then we had to wash each other's feet, because we had tar on the bottom of our feet, and so it was it was weird. It was just it was kind of biblically ironic. So yeah, um, and then we went to the mass, and then Wait. at the end of the mass, her outfit. What about it? Remember she oh, wanted to change. change. Oh. No.
1: You don't remember that? No. Because we came home and she's like, "I'm gonna change, okay?" and we we're like, "No."
2: Oh yeah. And then well that's when it sparked into my head i guess because at some point in time i was like no your mom had texted me your mom texted me and she said are y'all on your way and i was like oh, we're late and i was like oh my gosh i'm so late
3: we had taken a nap
2: no we came back from pictures we washed each other's feet and then it was like we need oh, to go right. yeah, yeah. we need to go because your mom had texted me and i was like oh my gosh like we're gonna mess this up so i was like cool <laughs> and i like drove like a madman over to the church and she's like why are you rushing Like, whole family was there. And I think we had lied to your family Mm -hmm. and said, like, Jackie was singing something or I don't know. Something weird. Um, And then, yeah, at the end of the Mass, I proposed because the priest was like, well, I was also ironically leaving on a deployment the next week or the week after that. Two weeks. Two weeks. May 16th, I was leaving. So it was like, I don't know. I was getting a blessing at the end of the Mass. That's what... Father Sal had like disguised it as, and then I brought Jess up there with me, and then proposed at the end of it. So yeah, it was pretty awesome. That was cool.
3: Did you know it at, at all at any point? <laughs> Mm-mm. Yeah. No, because we he said that he was going to propose to me after he came back from deployment, because we had already talked about getting married, um, and um, he said that deployment was kind of kind of going to be like a test like how our communication was going to be and if we were going to be able to grow like spiritually and um like in our relationship um over the course of six months um and that was that was going to be like the test like if we could last or not um and um so yeah i I didn't think that he was going to propose to me like anytime soon wait so
1: you guys were going to get married without being engaged
3: yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so, and that was, like, a thing, too, like, um, so we were gonna get married, or we got married to the court on Tuesday, and I was, like, freaking out, because I was, like, oh my gosh, like, how are we gonna tell, like, my parents, like, you know, like, oh, we're gonna, just gonna get married to the court, and then you're gonna leave, and he was, like, no, I have it, like, all planned out, but I obviously didn't know that he was gonna propose to me, and so when we came back to the house, um... And he was like, oh, see, like, I told you, like, I had it all, like, planned out. And I was like, oh, okay. And then we told mom and dad that we're going to get married to the court. And I'm like, okay, yeah, for sure. Like, we'll be there. (laughs) And so, yeah.
1: (laughs) Before you guys got engaged, how did you guys... How did you guys know you guys were ready to get married?
2: I think those started off as joking conversations. No, because, like...
1: Jess is like They
2: initially started off as like joking conversations like joking slash non joking, like it wasn't like serious like I'm gonna get married to you next week, you know, type thing. Like Jess was like at some point in time like I do wanna get married to you. Um and she was already talking like, you know, I can see us having a future and I was like, Cool, I can see us having a future too. Awesome. Well then it was like we just kind of i I don't know, went forward with the process. It became more so of like when we were just talking about it and I was like, Okay, this is actually serious, like we're actually meaning what we're saying. It was just like, all right, we either move forward with this process now or wait six months. And for us, it was more so like, are we gonna financially be able to pay for a wedding? Like I wanted, I wanted to be able to pay for a legitimate wedding that was like, you know, every woman's dream, you know, like freaking like the whole nine yards, the whole decked out church, a nice car to pull up in to the church, like a nice venue, everything. And then Jess was, like, polar opposite. She was, like, I just want church, (laughs) venue. We can, like, walk there if we need be, you know? (laughs) And, like, but I wanted to be able to pay for all of it so, like, I can take care of it and be financially responsible about it. So it was, like, we need to get the ball rolling if we're actually going to get married and, like, have a family. So either this happens now or we have to wait a really long time. So it was one or the other. And then we just saved up everything. So...
3: You agree? I agree. I I do. I do. I don't know. Well, just, like, the qualities that he has in a person. And then, like I said, like, earlier, like, his future... Or, like, our future... His career will determine a lot of our future. So, it's, like, he doesn't have, like, an unsteady job. So, I think that it's very important for every woman to um, know that about their future spouse. um, That they have... um, you know, a good relationship with God, with their family or your family, like our family. And then, um, like future, like what is your future husband going to offer you? And he had all the good qualities. So, yeah.
2: That's another thing couples need to assess before getting married.
3: Yeah. Like
2: most people think like, okay, cool. You just, you're happy together, throw a ring on it, live happily ever after. Like it's not at all how that works. Like not even remotely close, like I said earlier, like you intertwine families at that point in time, whether you like it or not. So the way her family was going to act for me was going to determine a lot, just like my family, how they act towards her determines a lot too. So if both families don't get along, that's going to hinder your marriage like a lot because think about holidays and other things like that. You know, like, are you going to be that angry wife or husband going to the other person's Family, you know and having to put up with them all the time because if that's the case and there's no point in spending holidays With family, there's no point in spending time with the family and at what point does it become like? We're just existing at this point and your family's becoming a hindrance to our marriage and we need to break things off because of that it, it Definitely goes into a lot. It's not just like the way a family interacts with you. It's like It determines a lot of things because it can make someone unhappy which ends up ruining a day could ruin a night could ruin a week Which turns into you're just arguing all the time about simple, small things that were literally just so, so small.
1: So then obviously you guys got married. Mm -hmm. Um, Twice. Twice. Um, Do you guys have any like fun wedding stories?
2: (laughs) I would say our wedding. Our wedding that was funny. Like, it was funny. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, it was funny. Like, the whole, like, wedding reception. Is that what it is? Like, the reception mm-hmm, afterwards? Mm-hmm. Like, that was funny. Whether we like it or not, no matter how many Why? of those were, like, bad incidents or whatever, like...
3: The wedding reception? Like, the party? The the
2: party, yeah. What
3: was funny?
2: Because I was like... Okay, so <laughs> 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 The party crashers, like, Santi and DeCasso are definite, definite party crashers. Oh. But, like, it was just funny because, like, everybody... This isn't always good, right? Everybody was drunk and like having fun and whatnot. But to the same extent, Dacasa and Santi were just like continuously getting like having me drink. So it was just, yeah. It started kind of like freaking Jacob. He's sitting there, four <laughs> shots in a row, and then he starts slurring his words. And then next thing you know, he's not lights out on the floor. Probably I don't know. You know,
3: just, <laughs> like that's that's literally
2: how you could explain my wedding night version. Like my. Like, what I remember of our wedding night. Note the keyword, remember. Like, there's a lot that I don't. I mean, so yeah. It was just funny. Like, hindsight, it was funny. But, like, in the moment, like, this is really dumb. And, yeah, it was embarrassing. But it was funny in the long run to me. Yeah.
3: Do you have any fun stories from your wedding? I think it was fun.
2: Dude, my hand, (laughs) I remember my hand weighed a ton because I actually had like the the ring, and it wasn't like oh. a rubber ring. <sighs> Dude, my hand felt like it had a hundred pound weight on it. Like, I don't know. Like, it wasn't like the ring weighed any. Like, it wasn't like it weighed ten
1: Dude,
2: like I put it on because I don't wear rings. I don't. And so when I had the ring on, it was like like this one. You know, you just kind of forget that it's there. You play with it occasionally, and then it is what it is. But having that ring on, it felt like. A weight and I, I remember sitting there as we were walking out of the church and I was sitting there like swinging my hand around I was like dude this is like a legitimate weight like you could mess somebody up with this thing like <laughs> but yeah I was like this thing is heavy like my ring is heavy so yeah which like plays like double roles into it there's like a metaphor in there so
1: what's the metaphor
2: that you step into a whole nother role when you get married like, the weight of marriage is not just something light to pick up and throw away. It's something that's legit. Like, you take it and you actually, like, it's something real. Like, it's forever. Especially when you get married through the church. Mm-hmm. Instead of just, like, letting the state dictate when you can and can't get married. Like, you know, getting married randomly 37 times is not something real, which is why you can take a ring on and off so easily. But whenever you have a real ring on that's done through a real process of, like, God intertwining two souls together then it takes a whole another weight on which is why your hand weighs so much.
1: Very spinning facts. Right? <laughs>
2: like bars. Do you you guys... couldn't even find these bars in prison, dude.
1: Oh. <laughs> dude, what I see sleeping. He's knocked out. Do you guys feel like you guys were able to like live in the moment like on your actual wedding
3: day? Yes and no. Yeah. yeah. Like the whole, like, mass, yeah, like, totally, like, it was, like, all about us, and I really, like, I don't know, because obviously you have, like, the priest, like, right in front of you, so you just feel like the priest is just talking to you, like, you know, like, one-on-one, like, you really do forget, like, about, like, everybody else in the back, Mm -hmm. um, unless, like, you know, the priest has something funny, and everybody laughs, you know, so, yeah, like, that, like, the (laughs) (laughs) mass, like, the mass was definitely, like, very, um, like, intimate, Mm -hmm. and very, like, in the moment, but, like, Obviously, like the reception is like everybody's like celebrating your marriage. Um, so I did feel like in the moment, but at the same time, like I was kind of like, Oh, we need to do like the first dance. Oh, we need to do like this. We need to do, we need to eat. Like, oh my gosh, very like on a schedule, yeah. So, um, which is obviously good, but like maybe like if somebody's like helping you, like, okay, like, hey, like in five minutes, we're gonna do like you know yeah so I, I kind of get like why people have like wedding planners mm-hmm. um would I hire one for tenure probably not no. <laughs> but
2: um at that point you already know what you're doing Like
3: yeah you know and if you miss it well well you know yeah you just make it up next year. <laughs> next year um but yeah but yeah I liked every bit of it it was very like fast paced it was really fast like
2: my morning we woke up I didn't know we were on a schedule like I had no idea I thought it was like yo wake up get dressed be at the mass like I thought that was it I didn't know there was like people coming in to take camera like photos videos like all that stuff I had no idea that was happening or Jess had told me I read the text and I kind of just dismissed it out of my head so I had no idea so I was like you know me Chocho, Corey, Kyle wake up go get breakfast and then came back to they the hotel. We just got
1: like burritos, right? Yeah, Pedro's. we went to Pedro's. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So we got we got breakfast, you know, took our time walking. <laughs> right. We were not driving a car. Had we been driving a car, this probably would have not been as much of a burr in the day. But like <laughs> like,
3: like the groom just casually walking. Yeah, in. I, I just something. casually walked in. I
2: was like, and then I get a knock on the door. I was like, oh, Dusty and them are probably like here. I don't know why they're here. I thought they were going to meet us at the church. Like I said, I thought everyone was going to meet us at the church and then just ensue with the rest of the day. And so I get there, you know, they, they knock on the door and it's just like, Hey, we're here to take your pictures. And I'm like,
3: what?
2: <laughs> And then I called Jess. I was like, "Hey, you know they're taking pictures of us." And he was like, "Yeah, I told you they're gonna take pictures at like what ten or something like that." And yeah. I was like, oh. yeah. "Ooh," and I was
3: like running so late because I was like getting my hair done, yeah. and, my, and the makeup person was like taking forever. <laughs> Yeah. Dude,
2: and then Kyle, I had to call Kyle, I had to call Dusty, I was like, yo, y'all need to get over here, like, right now, we need to get these pictures done, we're gonna be late to the mass, I'm gonna be late to my own wedding, like, are you serious right now?
3: I was like, oh my gosh.
2: So I had no idea. So late we... to the
3: first date? I mean, like, first gathering? Wow. <laughs> okay,
2: okay, yeah, alright, fine. But yeah, so I was like, I had no idea all that was planned out, so then, you know, the wedding hit, I was like, cool, we have literally nothing left to do until the reception yeah and then it was like like well we uh we took a nap like yeah right after the wedding it was like
3: wedding a nap after the mass. yeah, yeah. Oh, no 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 after the mouse. so right after the mass we actually went to go take pictures Back. which he didn't know about like I you had have no to clue. go take pictures like what and so then we went and then um I don't know these things, yeah actually. well he was like deployed the whole time like i was planning everything so like i kind of just didn't I don't know if I just assumed that he knew or what. You probably but. texted
2: me and I dismissed
3: it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But don't yeah, know but we went to go take pictures. And then after that, we had like two hours. So we're like, dude, let's just go back to like the hotel and like take a nap. Yeah, and we did. We took a nap <laughs> and then we went back and then we went to the reception. Yeah, that was
2: the most lit nap ever. But yeah, um, no, we're so it was afraid. like so, so tired. Um, and then at the reception, I had no idea like all these other things were going to happen. The only things I knew were going to happen were first dance, father, daughter dance that's it and then after that everyone else does their own thing i had no idea there was like a whole process to it so i was like everyone's telling you where you need to be and you don't really get to you kind of dictate how your day goes but by saying i want this and i want this involved in it and based off of that everyone tells you where you need to be in order to make those things happen so yeah it's very much like a very fast-paced day yeah very fast
1: Hopefully
2: that answered your question. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> so many have any fun stories, you guys are
3: like...
2: Dude, Callum talk. Who's to- Jackson. Yeah. Jackson Callum talk. Mm-hmm. So he was, he's atheist. He's a buddy of mine, atheist, straight atheist. Goes in, he's like invited to the church and whatnot to, you know, see the wedding. So right. he goes in and, well, he was with DeCosta and Isabel. Mm-hmm. And so Jackson was like, yo, I feel so out of place here because I'm an atheist, right? And so... <laughs> Uh me speaking as him. And so the Costa was like, It's fine, just don't touch the holy water, you'll catch on fire. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> oh my
3: gosh.
2: Well Jackson's very like yeah, very, very, very atheist. Very atheist. Well. Wow. Very but he put those beliefs aside. For me. Or to be with the Costa, one or the other. To
3: be with the cost.
2: It was probably yeah. bad.
0: Okay. So now we move on to our next section, which is advice from you guys to different groups of folks so i guess the first part is like what would you guys cuz like we've talked to my parents about like their love story and everything but you guys are a younger couple so it's more like i guess relatable to our age group yeah ish mm-hmm. um so like what would you guys say to young married
3: couples at from like what you've learned what you've experienced what would you guys say to Jacob and Nicole like, do you say? I don't know. It kind of just like depends like on what advice you're looking for. Kind of young
2: married couples.
3: Yeah, like, young married couples. Yeah. yeah. Suck it married.
2: up. Married. <laughs> suck it up. Honestly, suck it up.
3: What? Like what?
2: Like marriage. Like everybody, when you first jump into it, like they marriage is just like dating. When you first start dating, you're in like this little puppy dog like everyone you it's know called the, honeymoon phase. the honeymoon phase right like you're always like so lovey-dovey and all that stuff and you're like cool wait till you know the flower actually blossoms and we see what it really it's really like you know what i mean marriage is the same exact way just because you thought somebody was the way they were when you were dating it's another thing when you're married because now it was like going from having fun, casual, goofing around. Now it's,
1: a now it's our <laughs> well, now
2: it's like our lives are on the line. That's serious. Our, our livelihood because think about it, whether when you're dating, right? Say it doesn't work out. You just break it off. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's it. When you get married, you can't just break it off. You know, like that's, you don't just like break off a marriage, you know, especially if you're Catholic, you have to go through a whole process. And, you can't just leave. You know what I mean? Like you have to either make it work or suck it up and make it work in my eyes. So some people feel different. Obviously they'll, you know, get divorced or whatever. Right. But your dating phase at the end of it, before you get married, is just like when you get married, when you get married now renew the honeymoon phase, you're truly in a honeymoon phase, but let that keep that same energy, you know, a year and a half, two years ago, you know, two years later. Because it's not ex- at all the exact same, you know. You're just a little seedling of a married couple. You know, there's so much growth to be made, and you have to weather all the storms. You have to get over it. You have to. You're, there's going to be plenty of arguments, especially at the beginning of a marriage. Plenty of arguments. If you thought they didn't exist, yes, they do. And any married couple who will sit there and say they've never disagreed on anything is lying to you, flat out. There's always because now you're living with each other. Say if you guys mess up here, and you truly, truly mess up here. Think about it, your family could be homeless one day. Like you and your spouse will end up homeless if y'all if it if it really messes up. And understanding that those stakes are on the line takes a toll on a couple's relationship. And how you deal with that will determine how the marriage will continue to, to move on. So biggest piece of advice, grow up and get over it. You're, you're gonna have to move on from it. So your marriage is going to go through its own trials and everything else like that. If you truly care about each other, then you're gonna get over it. Like, it's going to happen. You're you're going to argue. You're going to have, like, the worst days of your life together. Just because you're going to have the best days of your life doesn't mean that you weren't going to have the worst. Like, the worst are yet to come. And if Jess and I thought that the worst days are already here, then we played ourselves because they're yet to come. So we just have to be ready to get over it.
1: How do you guys, like, get out of a fight?
3: <laughs>
2: um... Someone has to suck it up and get over it, honestly. Like, it starts with one person just, like, moving on. It honestly does. Like, it's not like both people are going to just move on at the same time. Sometimes that might happen, but you one one person has to step out of the role and just move on. And then the other person will either stay or go. That's honestly how it goes. When it boils down
3: to it. Who has a harder t- like a harder time? letting go mm-hmm. i would say care but he would probably say me i think it just depends on like the Issue? disagreement that we are yeah on like if i think i'm right obviously he thinks i'm wrong if he <laughs> thinks he's right i think he's wrong mm-hmm. but um but we always try our hardest to just talk to each other and not like storm out because that doesn't get you anywhere
2: yeah it's just like taking a nap when you have homework to do. Like, the homework's still going to be there when you wake up. You may as well get over it.
3: <laughs> so, that would be, like, a good piece of advice, too. Like, if you're ever in a disagreement with somebody, well, especially, like, your significant other, or your future husband or your husband, um, always, like, talk to each other with respect. Because, like, obviously, like, a disagreement, like, you know, like, my coffee is good. But he can think that the coffee's bad. You know, so it's, like, always know that like your opinion is valid like just because he didn't like the coffee like doesn't mean that like his his like opinion is not valid if that makes sense so like always talk to each other with respect and um yeah you guys tell yourselves
1: now that you guys have been married for two years
2: like if i were to go back in time and talk to myself
1: yeah what would you say
2: you already messed up. You're here. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I'd say suck it up and get over it. You're here.
3: How is adding a baby into the mix? Challenging. Um, I think, like, with every, any kind of change in your life, yeah. it's challenging. Um, well, one, I, th- I feel like, I mean, like, every marriage is different. And I feel like ours is different in a way that we kind of never really got to really experience like being married because like Carrie's always gone, um. So, um, it's kind of like I always hear like people like you know even myself I say it, like all the time like you know like pursue each other and like do nice things for each other like like if you're still dating, um. Because I feel like a lot of people like they're like okay well we're married like you're you're already stuck with me like you know like
2: gas pedal and stop caring at that point like, yeah would.
3: so like go out and buy, like, your wife flowers or go, like, make your husband, like, a nice, you know, dinner or, you know, like, find ways to, like, pursue each other, like, even if it's, like, the smallest ways. You always talk about, like, dating your spouse. Like, what does that look like for you guys? Dating your spouse. Um, Like, pursuing each other. Like, get to know your spouse even more than, like, what you already know. Because how he was saying, like, when you're dating... Like, you're kind of, like, yeah, like, lovey-dovey. And I feel like a lot of, like, couples think that, like, their... Like, their idea of a marriage is, like, what they see, like, on TV or, like, a movie. You know, like, oh, they're, like... Or what their parents
2: had. Or what their parents had a yeah. big one.
3: Or, like, oh, like, we're gonna be, like, making breakfast together. Or, like, we're gonna be, like, you know, going on hikes together and doing this and that. But it's, like... And, like, yeah, maybe you can do that. But, like, there's a lot of times where, like, it can get ugly. You know? So I feel like um there's always something that you can like learn from your spouse um like all the time like they're uh, like he'll tell me like a story and be like oh i didn't know that you know um so um like your spouse should be like your best friend and good to know your spouse um <laughs> more and more every day and um yeah but above all like respect each other and pursue each other as if you're still dating
0: So then on that note of continuing to date your, like, your spouse, what would you tell to people that are in the dating scene right now and, like, that want to, uh, that are in the dating scene right now and that want to get to where you guys have gotten, where you're married, and especially, like, I mean, all of us, like, pretty much a lot that we
3: cater to is Catholic. So, like, how would you get there from dating to? Um, I would, like, I would suggest or recommend whatever that you kind of like lay out like all the qualities that you're trying to find in a person but also um lay out the qualities that you have as a person because there's like yeah you can get like a like a significant other with such good qualities but if you're not like a person of good quality yourself then they're kind of like you know
2: you're shorting
3: them yeah and like don't like expect like your significant other to like quote-unquote, like, fix or change you, um, because you should be doing that yourself, um, especially, like, your relationship with God. Like, if they're family-oriented, like, what is their faith life like? Um, you know, what what does their future look like? And, um, like, religion-wise, I would recommend that you guys get comfortable, like, praying with each other and praying for one another and kind of just being open to, like, don't be embarrassed, like, to ask questions about, like, your faith, like, if you don't know something, um, like, Carrie helped me a lot, like, in the the start of our relationship, or more like our friendship, um, you know, because, like, I was, like, super, like, not, like, super against, like, confession, but, like, I was, like, kind of, like, against it, like, I didn't really understand why, like, I had to confess, like, my sins to, like, another human, you know, that also um, Since, um, but, like, I knew that the church was, like, that was, like, part of our religion, but I didn't really, like, feel like I needed to, um, so Carrie helped me, like, along with that, and, um, kind of just, like, I yeah. feel
2: like that should be a segment later, on. Should <laughs> segment later on,
3: yeah, and then, um, like, so he, like, helped me kind of get, like, back on my feet in my faith, so somebody that like, can, like, lift you up, like, um, Like, get back on track, like, in your faith life or just, like, life in general. Yeah.
2: If you're not going to get married to the person you're dating, stop wasting their time. If you... (laughs) Because Jess always said it in the beginning. Like, when we were dating, she would write letters to her future husband. And she wouldn't hand that out to the person if she didn't envision that. But that also boils back down to the point. Is if you're in the dating scene and you're just dating to date... You are wasting someone else's time. And imagine if I waste someone's time for, you say one night, right? One night, that's not a big deal. No one cares, right? What if in that one night they were supposed to meet their other significant individual who is supposed to be the person they get married to later on in life? You wasted that one person's, probably the one and only shot in their life they'll ever probably end up with that person. You know, but if it's God's will, then they'll run into them again. Cool, you can run with that theory all day. But if you continue to waste that person's time, cool, let's extend it one night. 1 week, 1 month, 1 year, 1 decade. You've now wasted that person's time for that long. Imagine what you could have done with your your real significant other that they were actually going to see. So if you were not going to date to have the goal of getting married in mind pre-dating, stop wasting their time. Stop wasting their time completely, especially if your goal is to get married. And you do not see yourself at some point in time, if you're like in the beginning, you're like, cool, I can see myself with them. Like, that's my goal, that's my dream is to get married. And I'm hoping this will be the person. Awesome, but at the moment you fully recognize you are never going to get married to this person, stop wasting their time. The moment you realize that, cool, that is zero. Any moment after that is now you wasting their time. So stop wasting their time because they have someone else to go be with you have someone else you're supposed to be with to the same extent don't act different around your significant other that you wouldn't act around your friends so with that being said if you're gonna act goofy have fun all this stuff with your significant other but you're a very serious person with your friends you need to be very serious with your significant other because when you're your relationship starts aging, right? Like after a year or two years, then you start showing, cool, I'm going to start being serious. I'm going to start being goofy. or I'm going to start being more like mellow or whatever the case is, however you are. That is going to show them, that is going to be the moment cool of them saying, all right, this is someone I can marry or not marry later on in my life. So show your true colors up front because if you're not doing that, you're being fake. And if you're going to be fake, you're wasting someone's time. If you're going to waste someone's time, they need to be somewhere else finding their significant other, their real significant other. That is not you because that's not your person. Um, I read it in a book. What book was it that you sent? In, in that portion, somewhere in the book, it said that she is not yours. You have no right. So that it, it was mainly reverting back to lust, right? Like you shouldn't look at a woman because you have no right. She is not yours. Same thing with dating. If, you are not with the goal of, of getting married. She is not yours. You have no right to continue to waste her time or spend her time as you see fit. It is no longer, she is not yours. You have no right. Move on. Find someone else. Go date someone else. Do something else. But she's not yours. You have no right. And he is not yours. You have no right either. So it doesn't just play to the guys. It also plays to the girls. So yeah. I think it was man.
3: Every Man's Battle.
2: That's what it was. Mm
3: -hmm. What was it? Every Every Man's Man's Battle.
2: Battle. Good book.
1: Nicole will put it in the show notes. Quick read.
2: It maybe is like 10 chapters. Really small book. Good read. Mm -hmm.
1: So to all the men listening to the (laughs) podcast, um, we have a book recommendation for you guys in the show notes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Nicole.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And I don't even like reading. That was a good book.
3: (laughs) No. Green Eggs and Ham
2: is a challenge for me. But that was a good (laughs) book.
3: <laughs> <laughs> or you were just that bored and you had nothing else
2: to do okay. dude i finished all six of those books within the first it
3: was just one book no know. i had a
2: bunch i had some on my phone oh. i had something you sent me like yeah there was a lot but i finished every them in the man's first, battle like, was
3: really just one and and it's actually everyone uh, every woman's battle it's like there's yeah that's the two it's yeah. two yeah Ooh, so,
0: um, ladies.
1: <laughs> so, ladies, a book for you too in the show notes. What other books would you guys recommend for people like prepping for marriage and the dating phase?
3: Um, thirty-one days praying for your future spouse. It was like, yeah, thirty. Uh, thirty-one prayers for your future like wife and husband, and then um a man or it's like a man after God's heart or husband after God's heart, and there's also like wife after God's mm-hmm. heart, something like that. Um, I would say for guys, if
2: you don't learn from reading like me, then you need to observe other marriages, not sit there and watch as your parents do their thing. Cause you've been around your parents for what? 15, 16, 17, 18, 25 years. You're not going to learn anything new from them. Like there's probably some secrets in there that they didn't tell you, but for the most part, you, you know, your parents better than they know themselves at this point. So you know, what's going to set them off. You know how their marriage reacts to each other. Watch other people's marriages. By that, I mean sitting like people watching. Watch as another married couple will have their conversation because inevitably you're going to see a married couple arguing in public, whether you like it or not. You're going to see it. Observe how they handle it, or observe how a man casually walks with his family or his wife down the street. Most people will see like a woman on the inside of the mm-hmm. sidewalk towards the street and see the guy on the other side to the left. More, I guess you could say, safer right? Obviously, any gentleman out there knows that that's wrong and just obviously can attest to it. I correct it every time it happens. Don't even play. (laughs) Um, And so, like, observe other people's marriages and just take notes from that, mental notes. But for the most part, who you were growing up and who you created yourself to be is exactly who you're going to be as a husband and a father. So there's not much editing you can do to that you can always do like a whole i'm going to revamp my entire life but that takes like five ten years if you want a quick note on how to fix your or maintain your relationship or going into a marriage watch other people's marriages because they know more about marriage than you do
0: nice
1: you. and then what advice would you guys have for single people hmm.
3: i'm joking. none, none. none. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: go run on top of a mountain and stay there. Advice for single people. Women of the devil. Well, <laughs> <laughs> my
3: God. I'll revert your question to what would I tell my single self? Yeah. Okay. Um, I would tell my single self to respect, um, respect myself in every aspect yeah so like respect your religion so like if you have if you're in a relationship and your boyfriend um or your girlfriend if you're a guy um if they don't like respect your religion then that's you shouldn't like put your religion aside um just to have like a quote unquote good relationship with your boyfriend and girlfriend um so if they're not the same religion i feel like that's already going to be a problem and don't ever try to want to convert somebody because that's probably not their calling Mm. and it's definitely not your responsibility conversion is
2: natural it's not
3: forced yes Um, I would also tell or advise myself to respect my body and um, just be patient and God has a spouse for me Um, I would also advise myself to um, to pray a lot more Um, that way like I can discern like my decisions better. And um, let's see. I think
2: that's it. I would say start prepping yourself. Like start getting ready cuz if you act like a child when you are 22 years old, you're already 4 years behind the power curve. If you start growing up when you're 28, 29, your significant other has probably already decided I'm going to be a nun or I'm going to be homeless. One or the other, right? Like they they've already decided something else. If you were meant to meet that person, like, you know, obviously like God has a plan for us. And if we decide to go along with that plan, then, you know, it goes one of two ways, right? So with that being said, like if God's plan was for you to meet your person at 21 or 25, and you were still acting like a kid, going out, partying, drinking, doing drugs, acting stupid, doing whatever the case was, until the age of 30, you've already missed your point. Like, you've missed it completely. You've already decided that I'm going to continue doing my thing, and my thing works better. You know, God's plan has nothing to do with this, right? And kids these days will always throw out, you know, God's plan. is like, oh, well, me just being me and continuing to do my thing, and then everything will just magically fall into place. Like, that's not how it works. It takes work. It takes you giving time effort and dedication into being who you are, which will eventually become being who your spouse wants you to be or you prepping yourself for your spouse. So whether it's talking about married couples, new married couples, seasoned old uh, married couples, engagements, dating or before dating, if you're not prepping to get married, you're wasting time. You're still wasting time. Because most people, and most kids that I talk to, because I get to talk to 100 kids probably a month, new ones, with the job that I do, and they'll all say, I wanna do this, 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 by the time I'm 24, I wanna do X, Y, Z. And then they're ended up still, you know, they started A, try to get to Z, but they're still at A, B, C by the time they're 26, and they had, their whole plan was to be done with everything by the age of 24. You were goofing off the entire time. You were out college partying. You were out, you know, having sex with random people, you are doing dumb things. If you are not prepping to get married or prepping yourself to mature, right? There's a difference between maturing, growing up and everything else like that and acting your age. There's a huge difference, right? Cause just because I'm 60 doesn't mean I have to act like I have to sit on a porch, drink tea and do absolutely nothing (laughs) and wait for a nurse's assistance to come and wipe my butt. You know what I mean? Like me at the age of 60, like I'm on a rocket scooter and I'm having fun out in the town, right? Like that's my version of like me growing up, but me growing up and maturing are two totally different things. So understand that you need to mature. You can still have fun, but mature to get ready for your spouse and for your future life. Because imagine if, Like I said, again, you were supposed to meet your person at 24. By the time you were 35, you were supposed to have a family of three, a house over your head, uh, a normal family, live in a suburban neighborhood in the middle of Kentucky, right? But because you were goofing off the entire time, now you're in the middle of Los Angeles, California, shooting up heroin because you decided not to grow up and move on with your life because you were hanging around stupid people who didn't have your same dream goals and ambitions for you and your life and then their life too. So if you hang around five dumb people, you're the sixth one. It's the same, same essence with that. If you hang around five successful people, you'll be the sixth one. It's going like, you'll, you'll become what you hang out with, right? So if you're acting dumb right now, single, and you're like, I don't need to worry about getting married. dope. Don't, don't ever worry about getting married because you're not going to. Don't ever worry about it because it's not going to
3: happen. Or you just, but your marriage won't be successful.
2: Yeah, you can do that. But again, you're just gonna be one of those people who has, you know, look at my sixth engagement ring. This is finally the one. <laughs> he went to Jared again. You know, like, hopefully this marriage will work out. Like, no, if you didn't grow up and get ready for your marriage, it's not going to last. And you won't last. And it's going to continue to put itself on this vicious repeat cycle because you haven't grown up and matured. Mm -hmm. So, to the single ones, start maturing. Mm -hmm. Because I see it all the time, kids will still act like the way they did when they were 15, when they're 25. And It's never too
3: early to start acting like a spouse. Yeah. And respecting your spouse. Cuz I feel like a lot of people they're kind of like, well, you know, like it's college, like we can like party and do this yeah, and know, that until so, like goes. after college then I'll start like, you know, like taking things seriously. Taking things seriously, but you know, when you graduate college, your reputation is already destroyed if yeah. that's the mindset that you have. So um you can prepare yourself to be a wife as young
2: as you can. Like for me, I was prepping to get married and have a family. Like if you asked my recruiter, if you went back in time and sat in my interview for my recruiter, one of my tags that I had was financial security, advancements and benefits because I literally said, I wanna be able to have a family and be more successful than my parents who had us. I wanna have a better scenario for my family. So before me even knowing Jess, before me even getting into the dating scene out here in California, it was already set in stone when I was 18 in a recruiting office that I'm going to have a family one day. I need to act like it. And if you look even before that, I was still saying the same thing as a freshman in high school. So at some point in time, you have to grow up. Though your future is probably six years in advance, why not start setting it up now? Because think about it. If you're going to set up a foundation for a building, would you rather have a year to set it up? Or would you rather have six years to start laying down a good foundation for what's going to be the rest of your life? And well,
3: That doesn't mean that you can't go and have fun. There's just... Yeah. More respectful ways to have fun, more responsible ways. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in today. <laughs> <laughs> Just Carrie and Jess. Like and subscribe.
1: Wow. righty guys. So we are <laughs> officially done asking them questions. If you guys have any more questions, you can reach out to them personally. Ooh, um, yeah, you can. Instagram. You can follow <laughs> Carrie at S J T
2: S G
3: S
1: we'll S, put it in the show
0: notes and we'll also tag them in the post. Yeah.
2: Yes.
0: So you Those
3: guys can follower
2: babe. You <laughs> guys
0: Like two followers. Hey. You guys can follow
1: them. We will put their Instagrams in the show notes and we will also tag them on the Instagram post. so You guys can find them and ask them your own personal questions.
2: I feel like they'd be more scared to message me because I'm a recruiter. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you, if you message me, I'm just straight up saying this right now. If you message me and then end up getting asked if you want to be a Marine, like you're just caught in the crosshairs. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying that right now. Sorry.
3: Or introduce yourself and say, Hey, yeah. I'm so-and-so from the Newman Center. I'm not interested in the military, but here's my question. Yeah. Like, there you go. You're, That's a good if <laughs> you don't
2: message me that three seconds after you hit the follow button, I'm messaging you. Sorry.
3: <laughs>
2: like. If it's the father, like, the priest, dude, like... <laughs> father, David, <laughs> father David, you want to be a Marine?
1: <laughs> um, so thank you, Jess and Carrie, for coming yes. on the podcast and letting us ask you all of Nicole's dying questions.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole is such a curious individual.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, thank you guys so much. I learned a lot, and I'm sure our listeners will also um, take a lot home with them from the podcast um but again thank you guys so much for listening don't forget to um, don't forget to call our hotline (coughs) at 602-492-6032 call in with your funnies and your not so funnies and all the things in between we will catch you guys next week with another fun episode also nicole's here with us
0: (laughs) hey guys it's me (laughs) nicole's here in the flesh yeah oh that's what you meant i I thought you meant to like i didn't talk this episode (laughs) Yeah, I'm here. Jackie and I are here in person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's it. That's all we want to say. <laughs> um, okay, well, we will talk to you guys next week. Don't forget. They're
3: really
0: not funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so we'll talk to you guys next week. Um, and I believe that's it. Okay. Okay. <gasps> bye.
1: Bye. Say bye, guys.
3: Bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned a lot from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Can we have like blue, please? <laughs> and, yeah, at well, the yeah. Oh.